Hey, sorry I've been AWOL for a while. Seems like I go AWOL an awful lot from blogging and podcasts and everything else. Um, it's usually a time when it seems like the world's upside down, but it's a time when God's working in me. Um, either sifting things in and out of my life or just extreme growth um, and maturing. And I have to set back and go through that and work through it and grow. Um, and I don't always have the ability or the time at those moments to really stop and share. Um, if you follow my blog on Patreon, then you, you'll, you don't always see a blip, um, because I have things scheduled so far ahead. Um, just the regular goofy stuff, uh, but you'll see blips in more intense sharing. Um, you'll be like, okay, wow, she really hasn't shared what's really going on in her life in a while. Um, and that would be what that situation is. Um, so just prayers are always appreciated, but you know, leave me a message. Hey, Karen, what's going on? Whatever, whatever. Cause I do love to hear from everybody. Um, so here's where I'm at right now. Um, uh, oh, like a week or so ago, I was a Thursday morning and I was just like, you know, God, I don't know what you want. I don't know where I'm at. Um, there was somebody that I, I, well, I had been at a point where I had been praying and just kind of give you background. I had been praying and praying and praying about my marriage and nothing seemed to be happening. Um, I was just hitting so many, so many blind walls. I mean, like I would hit like dead ends and be like, okay, wow, you've hit another wall. Okay. Wow. You've hit another wall. And then pretty soon it, I just was just like, you know what, God really like, what is the situation here? Um, and you know, it, I mean, you know, is he really following God? Is this, is, you know, is he, is he for you? Is he really a Christian or has he really turned his back? And I had heard so many things from so many different avenues about what he may or may not be doing in his life that I was just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know where he really is. There's no communication. I mean, really, really blind faith. And I stepped back and just really just reevaluated and felt like I really ought to be like looking at other avenues like um I, and I, I think mistakenly but looking at other avenues as to maybe there's somebody else out there for me who really wants to serve God together so I had somebody I was really praying for um not as much as I could have been uh just because I really wasn't sure I just really I know this was someone God had shown to me as being someone who was really solidly for him. And it was someone that um, I knew had mutual feelings for me, at least initially. Um, it was someone that I knew was praying for me, but there wasn't communication otherwise. And then all of a sudden it got to, I noticed like over a couple of weeks, like this person would look and I'd be sitting in front of people and they wouldn't even actually see that I was there. Like I became invisible to them and I was like, wow. Okay. But on the flip side, I've been praying a lot. Like one of the prayers that we do in the car for continued tra for our traveling mercies is um, part of it is for God to sift people, places, and situations in and out of our lives for us to be able to serve him better and for us to be accepting of that. And I think that at that point over those couple of weeks, it, where it went from me knowing that he was watching me, me knowing that he was praying for me. Um, me knowing that he cared, it went flipped to um, me not existing in his life. And I think that that was God sifting 
him out of my life, um, clearing the way for other things. <coughs> so, and at that point, um, I had still been trying to keep it an eye on my ex. It's my son's father and it's important to know where people are and what they're doing and, you know, whether we're together or not, um, it would still be nice for them to have communication. And so I do try to keep track, but I wasn't able like nothing I did came up with anything solid as to where he was or what he was doing or that he was okay. That was really strange. Um, but sometimes God just jumps in and blocks things and says, you don't need to know this right now. You have other things to focus on. And at that point he had me focusing. We had to switch trailers, that other trailer. We couldn't turn the electric on. I mean, like we were in there a month and a half with no electricity. We had running water. We had a propane heater or a kerosene heater, but no, we weren't cold. We were like camping, but, um, and we were in somewhere we could lock a door. It wasn't like we were out in a tent. So it was a little upgrade from Boy Scout camp. But at the same time, and it was a cute trailer with a cute layout, but some bad spirits in it that no amount of prayer and Christian music was making those spirits leave. I mean, there was more than I could do in my downtime in that trailer to get them out of there. So anyway, we ended up um, getting someone to give up the keys. They'd moved out of a trailer and hadn't turned in keys and we got them to give up the keys. Only other trailer in the trailer park that was empty where the electric could be turned right on without um, work getting done. So we got the power on moved our stuff. It was, um, over previous tenants had been, um, really stripped down a lot. So we had, and, and the last tenant left used toilet paper, dirty diapers, garbage, toys, mattresses in there. I mean, it was just so gross. If you think of the grossest thing and then just think worse, it was so gross. So we're still cleaning, <clears throat> but we're in there and you'll think it's clean. And then a couple of days later, you're like, yeah, I missed that. And you got to go clean something else. But it's cute. It's like a little cottage where the other one was huge. It had like the step-down living room and a humongous country kitchen. And and it was really fancy. This one, but the other one, the floors all needed to be replaced. I'm going to say probably all of them. Matt fell through his bedroom floor. So he thought it was funny. He was a little bit sore, but he thought it was funny. But at the same time, I mean, it needed a lot of work done. And this one really doesn't need as much work done. Um, and we're happy, but we've been taking a lot of time getting things moved and then people in the trailer park think that everything in the other trailer is theirs. Well, I want such and such. It's not yours. Oh my gosh, stop it. But that's the mentality there. And so we're dealing with that. Plus trying to set up our new trailer so that it is a place for the kids to hang out. Kind of a refuge for the kids. Um, if they need somewhere to come and sit and do homework or somewhere just to get away from things or sit and talk and just be... Um, so we're trying to get that set up, but we're also trying to get settled in. Um, so there's a lot there and trying to figure out how to get these bunnies groomed and sold. Oh my gosh, we have to get these bunnies sold except Cupid or keeping Cupid. But anyway, there's all of that to do. So I've been like crazy busy, um, just trying to keep up with all of this, trying to get to, to most of the church services, um, and trying to keep a positive attitude when you kind of don't know what's going on. God has a lot going on right now. So anyway, <clears throat> the other day, um, I was kind of going about what I needed to do. And a guy began to pursue me. Um, which was like, oh my gosh, this doesn't ever happen. I mean, never. I haven't dated in three and a half years on purpose because there was nothing to date. It was just like, nope, that's not a good option. 
and feeling like, wow, my marriage does need to be restored, which I think is all me <laughs> because there's, I, even though I, I now have found him and I know where he is and what he's doing and that he's okay. But at the same time, there's no communication still. So like he's not reciprocating communication. So that's all me. But, um, I was like, okay, I got the love dear book again. Let me go back through this and, and just start over. And this guy began to pursue me and I mean, initially the conversation was about church and, um, things that are in the Bible that people don't look at. People skip over the things that make them uncomfortable or they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to have to look deeper. And we talked a lot about a lot of that, that, which was really cool because he, a lot of the things that Matt and I know about and that I've talked to with a friend in Illinois about this guy knew about, which was neat for just somebody that really is interested in what's really right versus what's easy. Um, and that was really awesome, but I don't know. I have to pray a lot about this because I know that God's ultimate goal is for marriage to be restored, for you to just be married to that one person and stay together or go back together. And so my initial goal with this guy is just like, just, just be friends because, um, I really, first of all, you have to be friends first as just an initial statement. <clears throat> and then on top of it, um, I don't want to do anything that's going to interfere with what God is wanting in my life and anything more than friends right now would interfere with that. So, um, I can see where God's closing doors to things that shouldn't happen. And I'm appreciating that. He had wanted me to come over last night and um, watch a movie. And God closed the door to that. And he got sick. And I think that that was just God's way of saying, hey, you know, that's not going to happen right now. This isn't okay. Um, so um, anyway, I, I'm i grateful for that. Um, and I just kind of wanted to kind of update you on where we are um, anyway, I'm sitting outside of the all-washed laundromat on Broadway near South in Toledo. Nice laundromat, really nice couple that own it or run it. Um, they are super sweet. It's clean. The machines work. Um, it's actually way cheaper for me to come here than to the Marathon Laundry in Sylvania, which we used to always go to that one. This one's cheaper, and it's kept up, and it's quiet. You don't have kids running through here screaming and yelling and carrying on. So, um Anyway, just did laundry. Have to go to my next client. Have to be there in a half an hour, so I need to skedaddle. But I wanted to give you an update, kind of on where I'm at today, what I'm thinking. Um, you know, and, and I also have to say, you know, God's been having me like giving kids rides to school and things like that. Um, you know, He's trying to give me more ministry with children and teach me how to handle the kids and deal with parents. And I had a bunch of kids just not show up to ride to school the other day, which really bugged me because it's like, you're just not going to show up. That's rude. But at the same time, we have to go. We have to leave at a certain time. If nobody's there, you just don't get a ride. And I don't, I feel like that's kind of cold. But at the same time, I have a schedule for Matt school and for my work that I have to keep to. So it's just finding that balance and understanding, <clears throat> I guess, in myself that here's the time we leave. If you're not here, you're not getting a ride. No, I don't have to come find you. No, I don't have to wait for you. No, you can't go as slow as you want to. Um, and not to worry about it, you know, just to do what God's asking me to do and not worry about it and just go forward. So, um, we're really grateful for the trailer we have, which just looks interesting, but from the outside, it needs to be power washed in a, in the world's worst way. 
I mean, like scrub down, like we need to get a deck brush and scrub it down and scrub it and wash it good this summer. Reseal the roof. Um, we have to get the skirt all put back on still. Windows are, are interesting. They're a hot mess. So it needs a lot of work, but it's cute and we're warm and we're comfortable and happy in there. It, there's, it's just all good spirits in that trailer and that's what we need. Um, so anyway, love everybody. Stay in touch. Leave me comments. I love your comments. Have a blessed day. Bye. Okay. So I know like this is like my third post today and I'm trying to iron some things out and figure some things out and look at where I'm at and what I'm doing. I even turned the radio off to do this. Oh my gosh. Normally you can't hear it in the background, but I can, and it kind of keeps me focused and centered. Um, but I turned it off just so that I could really like have quiet. Um, so anyway, beyond that little blip of information that you probably didn't need to know, um, I am just kind of, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at and what I'm doing and I'm not, I don't want to go too far one way or the other. I want to make sure that I'm on track with where I should be. Um, I mean, the most important thing is that I'd be doing what God wants me to do with my life and I don't want to slip up and... I'm trying to be really cautious, but I don't want to be overly cautious. And I even like to stop and talk to my son for a while. I'm like, you know, here's my deal. Like I met somebody who's really, really awesome and really, um, you know, knows things about like what God's doing and things like that. And, um, would make initially at least a very good friend, um, could turn into more, um, and he's, um, a Christian and that's important. And he, um, has taken the time to pursue me, which is really important. Um, and I was just like, you know, Maddie, you know, I got, he knows that I really, I took a lot of time. I took a lot of time to be prayerful about his dad. I took a lot of time and took, um, I mean, I just went like over a year. I went through the love dare, um, more than one time. I think I've been like two and a half times through it and was sending him like, like sending his dad like little cards and letters and praying for him every day and sending, um, like all kinds of magazines. And I mean, I just like really, really, really poured out a lot of love and caring and prayer on that man. And, um, I grew a lot. I grew up a lot. I saw things about myself that I needed to see. And, um, but it was there, there was no return on it, um, from him, no reciprocity, no, um, nothing where I could say, Hey, wow, you know, this guy is really like, he really cares about me or I'm having any impact whatsoever at all. And so finally then, um, it got to the point where like I talked to, I had talked to previously to like three different pastors. Um, and one that I knew for sure was, um, and not someone who had anything to gain from giving me one answer or another, other than he wanted, he would be, I knew, I knew biblically truthful. Um, a couple of the other situations, there was someone at their church that was interested. And so I didn't feel like I was getting a really straight answer. I felt like maybe it was tinged a little bit from that. Um, but my one friend that's a pastor really was just like, okay, Karen, you don't owe him anything. You don't have to 
stay married to him. You don't have to go back to him. I mean, you've done everything you could, and um, you've really, like, done, like, what you were supposed to. So you don't have to feel like you have to stay married or like, or, like, you have to go back or you have to feel guilty or anything like that. And so, um, I, you know, when I said and talked to Maddie about it, I'd love for Matt to have a relationship with his dad. Um, if his dad's girlfriend would allow that, and I'm not sure she would because she told me that that wasn't going to be allowed anymore. But um, it would be nice for Matt to have a relationship with his father. It would be nice for his father and I to be on friendly terms and, you know, be able to share, hey, here's what's going on with my life. What are you up to? Um, here's how Matt's doing. Or, hey, Matt, could you use such and such? Could we pull together on it or whatever? But um, I don't know about anything beyond that because I'm not sure that his life... I'm not sure that he's leading a Christian life. Um, I The conversations that we've had haven't been about him being at church or pursuing God or worried about what God is doing in his life and is he on track or anything like that. Um, and so I, knowing that I don't see that, um, I'm not, just he's just not a potential person for me to be with. This isn't realistically appropriate um, or Christianly appropriate or whatever. Um so anyway, um, I have to go forward with this amazing guy that God has, has put into my life. And if we, he and I may end up just being friends or we may end up being more, but I can't keep pushing people away for someone who's, you know, four hours away driving time and won't communicate and, um, may still be heavily on drugs and, you know, doesn't care enough to check if his son needs anything. Just like, this is like, after 18 years of this, it's time to just like walk away and move on. So I have to, um, unfortunately, but fortunately, God, I think, I know, can see my heart. He knows what I need. He knows that like for my ministry and my calling, I can be by myself and I can still do things for kids and do things like that. But I know that I'm called to be a pastor's wife, and that kind of requires you to be married. And so eventually somebody's going to have to come along. Um, you know, we see what happens. But anyway, um, that's where I am right now. So I'm headed home to go and see what my mat's doing and all that. And But I wanted to just kind of update you on where I'm at Um there may be more info and pictures later. Obviously, I'm chatty right now, so there may be more podcasts, too. Stay tuned. Bye.